acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There was nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a little bit. Democracy, yeah. Courageous people. And, and it's it just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interests who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. <laughs> China, the freest nation. Don't take her word for it. Let's take a look at how free China truly is because my God, I guess I wish we could get some of that sweet freedom over there from China. Let's see. Oh yeah, they're not allowed to have same search platforms that we have. China has a specific deal where they can't look up everything that we look up. They have their own search platform. They also have their own form of YouTube. They're not allowed to be on YouTube to see what the rest of the natural world's like. Uh, they control the amount of children that they have. They have phones that you absolutely have to have your tracking available so that way the government can watch where you go. If you speak out against the CCP, you end up disappearing in the middle of the night because God forbid you say anything against the Communist Party because you are so free. <laughs> uh, you're not allowed to practice religion freely. They're actually changing the Bible to make it more suitable to China. So you can't practice the Bible in its original format. You have to go by the Chinese Bible uh, if you want to practice. And if they catch you doing anything religious outside of what they want you to be doing, you end up in a prison camp. My God, how can we get some of this sweet, sweet freedom that they have in China? Don't get me wrong. We're on our way for sure. <laughs> They're stripping our freedoms daily. A lot of people are just giving them away to them. But we are definitely on our way to uh, their lifestyle if we don't do something about it at the ballot box in November and in 2024. You know, where they want to mimic their economy, which is why they're trying to boost them up and make them look like they're so good. <laughs> I, I was blown away when Nancy Pelosi had the audacity to say that they are the freest country. And then she wanted to cite one location that you may be able to find that claims that China is freer than we are. It's a joke. Now, by all accounts, I have seen many, many different um, reports that from different sources that show that, no, we are not the freest nation in the world. Yeah, I know that that'll probably shock some people. I think we rank around... God, it's been a while since I looked it up. I should have looked it up before the show because, especially with that stupid-ass comment, um, I should have looked it up before the show. But uh, I want to say uh, we are 14th or 15th in the world of being free. So we're not even the freest nation. But we're a hell of a lot freer than China is. I can assure you of that. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to go into China and show you how we are continually helping them improve their economy and becoming the world superpower that they want to be. And uh, Joe Biden's doing a good job assisting them. But before I get into that, uh, Brother Drew, Farmer Drew, reached out to me because uh, he wanted to pass along some information. Sent me a long email. I was a little concerned with uh, what was going on there. So I ended up texting him. We went back and forth a little bit mainly what he wanted to inform me about and wanted to make sure that we let everybody know about it is this uh, continuation of the destruction of the farming industry is really 
getting worse and worse by the day. He's he is struggling um, with what he is doing in life right now because the government is making it so hard on him. Between the cost of diesel fuel, the cost of feed, uh, the lack of fertilizer, it's a struggle. You know, he can't. Uh, I think most farmers, just like he does, they probably produce a lot of their own food for these animals, uh, for their livestock, because that's an additional cost. And if you can have a field where you're getting your own hay from that you're feeding your animals and you just till it a couple times a year where you have plenty of food for them, it's probably a lot more cost effective to do it that way than to continually purchase the food for these animals. Um, and because of a lack of fertilizer, he was not able to produce as much as he needs to take care of the animals. He also said that he ended up sending off, sending off four of his uh, livestock to the auction block. And what he got three to four dollars a pound for not three months ago was down to a dollar and 15 cents. He told me cattle is down to between 25 cents on the low end to 60 cents on the high end per pound. I mean, if you really think about it, I don't even know how these cattle farmers or even somebody like himself, how do they stay in business? How? Uh, average cow, uh, my understanding, at least from what you can find on the internet, produce around 500 pounds or so, four to 500 pounds worth of meat. If you're getting a quarter a pound, you're getting 100 to $125 a cow that you are feeding you are taken care of, you're giving medical attention to when they need it. Cows have to be hooved just like horses. It may not be as often, but if they're having problems with their hooves, their hooves got to be taken care of. There is a lot of work, your time, your effort, the grazing. It's a lot of work. That is pennies, pennies compared to what these guys should be getting for these, for these cows. I mean, at a minimum, they should, at a minimum, and even that to me, I don't think is nowhere near enough. But at a minimum, I it should ha there should be some type of a rule where it doesn't drop under a dollar a pound. And again, I even think that that's probably too low for cattle. It should be more than that. You see what they're charging us in the stores? Imagine they're paying a quarter a pound. And they're charging you seven or eight dollars a pound, and I understand it's got to go to a processing plant where they got to cut it up and dice it all out, and then it's got to get shipped and whatnot. But Jesus, you paid a quarter a pound for it. How much? How much fees are you taxing on top of that? So you can see that we, the people, are getting hammered by this as well. Uh, he wanted me to bring that up. You know, I, Farmer Drew, I, I wanted to support him and. We talked a little bit back and forth, but he's a proud American and a proud man. He's going to stand on his own two feet and do his thing. And I just told him if there's anything I could do, I'd be more than happy to assist because, uh, you know, we're all brothers and sisters here. We all got to stand together. We all got to help each other out. And uh, it was a shame to hear that, but it's, it's good inside information to pass on to people so that you know what's truly going on. The farming industry, the continued assault on it is what's happening and really What's what they're trying to do, they're trying to get rid of your average farmer and the federal government wants to take over all farming. And then you are subject to them because let's be honest, if you control the food, believe me, you control the people. And if you don't think that that's the long-term game plan, that we're going to starve these guys out until they give up, and then they're going to buy up everything and say, oh, no, no, we're going to agriculturally, we're going to take care of it, we're going to be your farmers, and then they will, you are subject to whatever they want you to eat. 
If they want you to eat only chicken, chicken will be affordable, whereas steak will be astronomical, and only the elites can eat steak, but the common person, the common working man anymore will no longer have that luxury, and you know that is a place that they definitely want to go to with this whole new Green Deal nonsense. It's a shame. Farmer Drew, best of luck to you, brother. All right, China. Going back to China. That's where I want to be at. Because it's so free. <laughs> it's so stupid. All right, anyways. Uh, China's government-run news agency announced on Tuesday that the Communist Party would be lowering gasoline and diesel prices nationwide. A move following uh, growing purchases of cheap Russian petroleum products and of American gasoline left as President Joe Biden sold to them. Right now, their uh, gas is 130 yen. About 19 U.S. dollars a gallon, according to the uh, National Development and Reform Commission. And uh, I guess that that is a positive price for them. They say that they will continue to drop it. What has helped them drop it, as I just said in the title, was the fact that Joe Biden sold them 5 million barrels and Russia is selling them oil at a very cheap price. There is also uh, a fear in here that China is going to try to um, play with the market. And what they're going to end up doing is they're going to buy, 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 and then they're going to hold out and not buy, which will drive the price of oil down. Uh, It looks like China has made a promise to their people that if a price holds for 10 working days, that they will again drop prices in China. So all they really need to do is lay back, stop purchasing, When there's no demand, naturally the price will go down. And then when it goes down, they'll gobble up a whole bunch more. And then they will continue to drop uh, the gasoline prices there for their people. I mean, $19 a gallon ain't like it's a a great deal. But possibly in China, you know, for those people that might be something uh, better for them. Hard, Hard to say. But the point of this is, China is able to help their people and bring their prices down. Because Joe Biden, instead of taking a care of America first, he's selling them our oil from our strategic petroleum reserve, which should be kept for war times. But since he's deciding to sell them millions of bar- barrels of, uh, of oil, they're able to drop their prices. And even though we are using, I think it's on average somewhere between 800 and a million barrels per day right now to try to offset the cost of gas prices and depleting our strategic reserve, which is the dumbest move imaginable. All you got to do is produce more, but they don't, they're not going to go there. Um, even with that, our gas prices are only going down because we're in a recession. That's it. It may have helped slightly. Maybe it knocked 10 or 12 or maybe even a quarter off the highs that he's depleting our reserve. Maybe that helped out just slightly. But at the end of the day, the true reason you're seeing such a rapid decline in gas prices, number one, is because we are in a recession. Uh, If there's not as much demand, naturally oil is going to go down. Barrels of oil are down to about $88 a barrel, at least as of today. So that already offsets the cost of a gallon of gas. And then the fact that we're in a recession and people are being a lot more cautious with how they spend their money because we all don't have a surplus of money right now. Everybody's on a budget and you got to stick to your budget. Otherwise, you're going to put yourself in a bad situation is why the price continues to drop. 
Now, there may potentially be a little bit of a spike up uh, getting closer to Memorial Day, as there always is, uh, which would be expected. But at the, po- at the time right now, gas will probably continue to go down slightly because of the way demand is. For over the next few weeks, we're probably going to average somewhere around $3.50. And then beyond that, it'll hang there until further notice. Uh, Just like inflation, which the numbers did come out, okay, inflation went back down. And if you remember, I was telling you, I think we saw the worst of it. Uh, The fact that they're going to go spend now, it went from 9-1 down to 8-5, and Joe Biden's claiming zero. I don't know how the hell you get that. Apparently, he doesn't know how to do math. Um, But... Now that they're going to go spend another trillion dollars on this spending package, that's going to have a negative impact, and you'll probably see inflation rise again slightly, uh, and then it may level off once again. But it's not like uh, it was life-altering that it went down a little over half a percent. It's not like you walked into the grocery store today and you're like, yeah, man, my bill is like $100 cheaper. We're doing great. You didn't even feel it. (laughs) that's how that's how great that reduction was it absolutely had no impact on your life so wonderful but going back to china the freest nation in the world now (laughs) uh you see that we are continually assisting them us and the rest of the world and we are making it very easy for china to take the number one spot they're really not running into any resistance there's no competition, and the countries that should be the competition to be number one are bowing down and assisting China in their, uh, I guess, global takeover that they're trying to accomplish. So it's wonderful when we could just watch that we are assisting with our own destruction. It's always nice to sit back and watch that. All right. Everything's kind of interconnected today, and it was not necessarily by design. It was just things that caught my eye. Um, There's a real concern, uh, the death of rural pharmacies across America. It's leaving millions without Medicare or medicine. Um, I found an article in the uh, Washington Examiner that uh, one example they gave was Batson is the largest farming standing in Elk County, Kansas. It's a rural area with a population around 2,500. The county has no hospital and only a couple of primary care doctors. Most of Perkins' customers are retired or nearly or nearing it and rely on Medicare. The nearest big pharmacy chains are Walmart and Walgreens, which are around 45 miles away. 45 miles don't sound like much. You think you maybe get there in a half hour, get your medicine. Yeah, it depends. You got to think about. The condition of the elderly. Some people, you know, they drive real well and can drive. Others cannot, which would make this even more difficult. Also, depending on where you live, 45 miles away doesn't necessarily mean 45 or 30 to 45 minutes away, depending on if you get on a highway or not. This could be winding and and turning and bending roads, and a 45-mile drive takes you an hour, hour and a half to get where you're going to pick up your prescriptions. It's going to be kind of difficult if you don't drive. And again, this is by design. Look at what happened during COVID. You know, these are just more examples of small time pharmacies, family owned pharmacies that have been in business for decades and generations um, are being worked out by all these bigger companies because these big corporations 
which during COVID, that's who the leftist elites, you know, ended up uh, sending all of our business to. Um, they can buy things so much cheaper, including, including drugs. So it's going to be a lot cheaper to go to Walmart than probably your local pharmacist. A lot of these pharmacies are barely breaking even just to stay afloat, to stay in the, bi- to stay in the community that they've been in for the past hundred years and to help the community out because they have uh, their time and they're invested in their communities. This, again, is something else that's by design. When you want to turn a country into a socialist or, or communist or fascist, the thing is, is you have to partner up with big business. So during COVID, did it ever make sense to anybody that you couldn't go to your local little mom and pop shop because it was too dangerous? They had to shut it down where you have 10 or 15 people in there at a time, maybe, maybe 20 people in there at a time, but you could go to a Costco, you could go to a Walmart where you have hundreds, if not maybe up to a thousand people in there at any given moment. And if COVID was so catchy, they're just spreading the love. What it is, is that was public private partnership. The government is working with these large corporations. Hell, Amazon is like the, the biggest example. Amazon grew, it tripled in size during the pandemic. That happens to nobody ever, but they did which is what allowed Jeff Bezos to do all the nonsense that he was doing. But they partner up with these companies, they enrich these companies, and they stomp out the middle class. You stomp out the mom-and-pop places so that it ends up becoming uh, federally run places, that these are where you shop and these are the products you can get. This is all that there is in town because there is no Mr. and Mrs. Jenkins little uh, all-you-can-buy all, all store where you can go in there and get a little bit of anything you want. And they got some off-brand stuff and homemade stuff and different variety of things that you could get outside of a big chain store. See, if you stomp all those people out, again, I just said, if you control the food, you control the people. People have to eat. You have to eat to survive. So if they want you to eat or behave or act a certain way, all you have to do is control these large corporations, get in their pockets, make them change their policies. No, no, no. Red meat's no good. You sell very little. You're going to keep dwindling it down till you don't sell red meat anymore because red meat, we don't want to do that. That's not on our agenda. You know, sugar, not good for people. Start dwindling down your supply. We're not going to sell Coca-Cola products and soda products. We're not going to sell candies because it's not, it's bad for people. Then they control you. You eat what we tell you to eat. You do what we tell you to do. Um, I might have already told this story. I mean, I'm, I think 310 episodes in. So it's, it's, it's guaranteed at some point I might have said this. Um, I like Dinesh D'Souza. I listen to a lot of his stuff. Smart guy, uh, definitely a smart ass, and I, and I kind of like that about him. Uh, he told me, he was telling a story about him coming over to America as a young man, and when he got here, his uh, the the family that was going to take care of him, you know, they asked him, you know, you want to go to Disney, you want to go here, you want to go there, and he said, no, 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 no. And this story, believe me, this is probably not word for word what he said, but more or less he told him, no, what he wants to do is go to a grocery store because he heard from where he comes from, he heard 
that there is 30 different flavors of ice cream. Do you see what I'm saying here? So he went there and he said he was blown away because there wasn't just one or two types of ice cream and brands. There wasn't just one brand of bread. There wasn't just one type of bean. He was blown away to see what was on the shelves. Yeah, And there is somebody that he is an American-loving, American-fighting conservative because he knows the other side of the coin. He knows what could potentially be coming here, and he's going to do everything in his power to stop it, as would I, as would anybody else that loves this country. We, we don't, I don't need to know. I don't need to live that lifestyle. I just need to see the horror stories, and I don't want no, none of that. No thanks. I took one look at that piece of crap and said, no thanks. I'm good. I like my lifestyle here. I love this country, and I want it to stay as it is. So it was an interesting story. But, but getting back to the pharmacy, that's the whole point. You keep working these small mom-and-pop places out of business because of this public-private partnership, and it ends up really hurting people, especially in rural areas. See, in the city, you know, there's a Walmart within a couple miles. You can get there. You can take a cab there. You can take Uber there. When you start getting out into these little towns in the middle of nowhere, you know, that's not easy for them to get their medication. So when you have Donnie's RX up the street, that's been there since 1901, uh, getting people their medications, and they put them out of business because Walmart's 30 minutes away, and it's cheaper to go to Walmart. So people are like, "Well, you know, Donnie, we love you, man, but you know, you're, I'm buying the same exact medication from you for 30 dollars more than I'm paying at Walmart. So it's worth the gas for me to drive over there and get my medication." You slowly work them out of business, and sooner or later, we won't have any mom-and-pop places anymore, just like you won't have any farmers anymore, and we are losing what America truly is at that point. You know, that is America. Small business, that is the lifeblood of our economy. That is what drives the United States. It's not big business. You know, I, who likes Walmart? I mean, yeah, I, I think we all go there. Right now, I have no choice. You're going to get the cheapest product there because uh, right now you're, everybody's getting killed, so you got to shop there. But if I could avoid shopping at Walmart, believe me, I have no interest in going at Walmart and seeing the, I mean, as, inten- as entertaining as it may be from time to time, I have no interest in seeing the freak show that it's in Walmart. You know, I'd like to go to my little local places around me because they're more friendly. They get to know you. You know your name. It's more personable. And you know you're supporting your uh, local community. And that's what I like. I like to go to the little farmer's markets and spend my money there, products that are grown here. That's where I invest back into my community. And that's what I like. And they're trying to take that away. And to me, that is America. Your local community is America. And that's what we should be focused on. I thought that was important to say. Farmer Drew kind of played into that because I got the email. uh, And this was a few days back. But I had already pre-planned the week. And I was able to finally work it in today. But that, along with what they're doing to pharmacies, you're killing the farming industry, you're killing the pharmacy industry. They're killing so many industries right now where people just can't keep their head above water, and they're doing it happily, laughing all the way to the bank, and they're just slowly and systematically dismantling our way of life here in the United States. They are crushing us, 
And we got to support these people. We got to support support local growers. You got to support local farmers. You got to support support Jesus support <laughs> support uh, local pharmacies, local sub shops, anything that is a mom and pop place. Yeah, you're going to pay a little bit more money, and that's tough to do right now. But the alternative is all the generic brands that you just hate, and all these good tasting places that make the you know you go down and. Get your little local sub shop. They make the best submarine shop. And then you got grandma on the back and she's even making banana nut bread with it. And you buy one of those while you're in there and it's fresh made. It's the best thing in the world. Well, you're going to lose all that. You're going to go eat all the processed crap at, at, at pre-made with so many chemicals in it to preserve it. Crap that they're going to sell you at all these big chain stores. So I think these topics were important to bring up and talk about. Uh, so, Yeah. Support your local people. That's what it comes down to. And that was a long way around saying that. I could have probably just said that and cut the episode short, but support your local people. All right, it's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Fun fat fact. It's coming right at you. And uh, ladies, you ain't going to like it because I'm going after you this time. Uh, (laughs) Well, fat ladies, anyways. Uh, uh, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. If you like to follow me, I'm on True Social at the Real Little Joe. If you like to check out any videos I do, Little Joe CC on YouTube, Little Joe's Conservative Corner on Rumble. And if you'd like to reach out to me, go to littlejoecc.com. By the way, I added a video section to my website, so I I can't upload Rumble. It doesn't support it on my website. It does support YouTube. So if you don't want to go directly to YouTube, you can go to my website, and I have a just go to the video section there, and I will continually post every new video that I put on there and eventually they'll just be too much on there but you can check them all out there if you want. otherwise we'll do it again tomorrow